good evening. I want to welcome you all to After Christ Christian Center Wednesday night Bible study. I am Sister Carol, and tonight we will be talking about a slice of peace part two. If you all was on last week, we was going over about a slice of peace, and we was going through uh, uh, Philippians 4 and uh, verses 4 through 13. And, and tonight I'll start there, I'll do a refresh. And uh, hopefully we will be able to obtain something good out of the word tonight. The word is always good. It all It is always good. So let's start out in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I just bless your name. I give you glory, honor, and praise. I magnify you, God, for you are good. And I thank you, God, that this is the day that you have made, that I can rejoice and be glad in it, that we all can rejoice and be glad in it, that, Lord God, I magnify you. I thank you, God. I bless your name, God. I thank you for this word, God. Your word is everlasting. Your word is true. Your word does not fall by the wayside, God, but it takes root and it grows, God. It, and God, I thank you for the seed of the word tonight, Father. I ask you to bless it, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm coming from After Christ Christian Center under the tutelage of Apostle Rudolph and Pastor Lois Ellis. I thank you, God, for them. And I thank you for all of our leadership. And we welcome you in tonight. So, and um, my husband in his absence, he's supposed to be here with me tonight. Uh, but I want you to continue to pray for him and pray for the healing in his eyes um, in the name of Jesus. So let's get into the word. Last week, I was talking about a slice of peace. So um, we we went over fret and, and anxiety. We discussed that. We discussed the meaning of it. We was talking about how fret was. It was to eat and to gnaw into and to suffer emotional strain. That's what fret was as we was reading the word. Because God said in chapter verse 6, do not fret or have anxiety about anything, but in every circumstance and in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. We discussed that. And um, I'm reading from, as I was saying last week, I read from the King James and the Amplified Version. And uh, we talked about God's peace that surpasses all understanding. We discussed on the things that we should be thinking about. We should also be thinking about on the things that are honest and whatsoever things are just and pure and lovely, of good report. Um, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. We discuss also how we practice what we are learning, how we have to fix our mind. And we talked about anxiety is... Uh, fear is nervousness about what might happen. So we discussed all those things. And I used the analogy that as my husband and I, we were studying that God gave him an analogy of a pizza. And so the piece, the pizza, well, where the slice comes in at, the pizza is designed where you have all these different slices and you can choose whatever topping you would like to put on your pizza. And so I was asking what slice of pizza are you going to choose to eat? Are you going to choose peace? Are you going to choose anxiety or, or be fretful? And uh, because of what's going on in the world, are you going to have a stable mind? Are your mind going to be focused? Or are you going to be, are you going to find yourself 
all torn up on the inside because of things that's going on in this nation. Uh, the election, the Senate, the Congress, you're trying to figure out who you want to choose for your president. And the list goes on and on. COVID-19, the numbers are rising as you going back and forth to work. So we went over those things. And um, I just want to say that I was going to ask you, as you, for all of those who was there with me last Wednesday, what slice were you eating on this week? What did, what slice did you eat on this week? What slice of pizza did you choose to pick up? Uh, what slice did you, did you keep your mind stayed on Jesus? Did you have a slice of peace? Was you in a peaceful state this week? Or was you all anxious? Uh, was you uh, dealing with anxiety? Was you angry? Was you fretful? Did you eat that slice? So I'm going to tell you about me. As soon as I um, talk about myself, as soon as I finish studying, um, teaching the word, on Friday, my sister-in-law had called me about my brother. And I had told you all that my brother is battling. He's overcoming, that's the word, cancer. He has defeated it. So here it is. She was explaining to me that uh, what happened with the radiation, he should have been taking radiation uh, Four day, one day out of a week for four weeks. So he was only have four treatments of radiation. Come to find out the doctors saying that they don't believe that they retrieved all of the cancer. So they had radiation every day, seven days a week for six weeks. So with that, I said, oh my. So guess what? Fear. <laughs> Fear presented itself. You go that slice. Fear presented itself. So I said, I'm not going to eat that. I'm, I'm not going to eat that. I got on the phone. I called Deidre. And for all, some of you all may do Deidre. Deidre is the CEO of her. She has her own group, a remnant cancer group. And we all know that she overcame cancer and she's an awesome teacher and she has an awesome group out there. And, and I called her and man, we, she was talking and educating and explaining to me because I don't know what the radiation is, but because she went through it, she was able to let me know what it was. And so she broke it down for me and she said, regardless of what the doctors say, it doesn't matter what they say. He is, is in the hands of the Lord. And, and she said, each individual, what I loved about it, she said, each individual is different. It's, and we all know that Sister Deidre, you, she, cancer didn't wear her at all. She come to church. She didn't even look like she went through any treatments. She looked good. And she was always upbeat. She didn't look like she was sick or anything. And I give all that glory honor to God. So I called the right individual to educate me, to let me know that no matter what the doctors say, because the doctors always give you a grim report, but each individual is different and God is the one that's in control. So as I was saying, that fear was trying to come and I said, no, 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 no. 
No, I have to receive what I was teaching. So I choose to know that I'm not going to be fretful. I'm not going to have anxiety. I'm not going to lose any sleep. And I and my brother's not either because he is healed. He is healed. God, Jesus took his infirmity and Jesus bore his sickness and he's healed. So he's walking in wholeness and health. And I'm, I'm in a belief as I was on the phone with Deidre, I'm in a belief that he will not have to have radiation for six weeks, seven days a week. That is my belief. So with that being said, it took me to 1 Timothy, I'm sorry, 2 Timothy 1 and 7. So here it is. 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says, For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a power love and a sound mind. So here I am. I always focus on power. I, I believe that we have power. And that power in the Greek is dunamis power. And I, here I am. I'm like, okay, God, I got power. But I never thought about, he said, a sound mind. I said, Lord, why did you say a sound mind? When I was studying this scripture, I said, why you say a sound mind? So in my research, let me explain to you all what your mind, that you have a sound mind, regardless of what's going on, regardless of what's being said, regardless of what medication you may be taking. You have a sound mind according to the word of God. He has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Sound mind has not given this to us. So I'm going to tell you this little, <laughs> she might kill me, but my oldest daughter, I have four children, two girls and two, two boys, two girls. So my oldest daughter was, never was fearful about anything. Uh, she just went back down. She tortured the boys. I, and uh, no matter what I would say, she would always felt that she was as big as they was. And she would always stand up to them and always tease them. And I mean, just she just would not back down at all. You know, even with her little sister. So went to school, didn't nobody mess with her. And so she was fearless. Just she didn't care what size you was. She didn't care whether or not you was male or female. She was fearless in that aspect. So my youngest daughter knew what to do. She would go outside, get a ladybug, <laughs> go back in the house and have the ladybug in her hand. And next thing I know, my oldest daughter would be gone. Now, she wasn't afraid of anything else but she was afraid of them bugs. So she knew how to get her up off of her. And so even though it's, I'll use an example that sometimes you're not, you have, you feel that you have power in one area, but you have a fear in another area. But God said, I have not given you the spirit of fear. He didn't categorize it. He just said, I didn't give you the spirit of fear. I gave you power, love, and a sound mind. So your mind have the capacity to overcome the fear of no matter of a whatever it is. Now, do you supposed to be wise and have wisdom? Yes. But you do not supposed to walk in fear. It does not supposed to take control of you and be and lead you and have you all 
incapacitated where you can't move and that you run from it because God has given you the power of love and a sound mind. So with this sound mind, oh, I found out that the Greek word for the sound mind is sophronimos. So sophronimos gives you a breakdown of what your mind, how your mind is. God giving us a sound mind, people. So it means sound in the English language, in the English language means in good condition, not damaged, injured, or diseased. It's competent and reliable. Let me say that again. Sound means in good condition, not damaged, not injured, not diseased, competent and reliable. That's what a sound mind, that's what soundness means. So here it is that you have the mind that you are able, that your mind is not diseased, your mind is reliable. Because God said, I've given you a sound mind. He's not a God that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he has to repent. But God is true. Whatever he say that we are, we are. We are the righteousness of Christ. We are. We are the seed of Abraham. We are. Okay. So here it is. He's given us. We have authority. You know, we more than conquerors. We're victorious. Whatever his words say, we are. That's what we are. But sophronimos means that it literally means a saved mind. And it goes on to say that it's a mind that is sobriety. It's sober. It's sound judgment. It's rational. It's exercise prudence, which means that it has the ability to govern and discipline oneself. That's what your mind has. It has the ability. Some people, I, I couldn't help myself. According to this, you could. I, I can't help myself. According to this, I can. Because it's the ability to govern and discipline oneself. It has foresight, discernment, and it's keen in perception. This is a sound mind. I have not given you, I'm out of 2 Timothy 1 and 7. I have not given you the spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. That means that I have foresight, discernment. I have keen perception. That's what I have. Not only that, it says you have the management. I'm able to manage my affairs. This sophronimos is a deep word. I have the ability to manage my affairs, skill and good judgment in use of resources. I'm cautious and against danger or risk. And I have self-control. Wow, he used the word self-control. Control of oneself in face of panic or passion. So, I was talking about last week about anxiety and fretful and uh, and um, and being anxious and moved by um, things that's going on around you. So with the sound mind, 
I have the ability to control oneself in the face of panic or passion. And what I'm saying about passion is I'm talking to, let me talk to the single people. You have the ability to control your body, meaning that you don't have to go out and fornicate because you are able to control your body. God giving you a sound mind. A part of that sound mind is the ability to control this flesh. This flesh does not have control of you. You have control of it. It only can do what you allow. And that means that you have released your authority and you have allowed your flesh to lead you instead of you leading your flesh. You have self-control. It also goes on to say that uh, part of this, I'm talking about the Greek word for sound mind, which is sophronimos. It has a definition also. It says sensible behavior that involves not eating or drinking too much of something. You have, I'm, I know you probably saying, how in the world did this one word have all of this inclusive in it? Because God said, I have not given you the spirit of fear in us, but a power, love, and a sound mind. He had to include this in to explain to you what you have. I didn't just give you power. I gave you the ability to love. Do you know that love keeps no account of the wrong done to it? It doesn't. Do you know that you are able to love in spite of what your emotions are, in spite of what you feel? In spite of what you think. So he's giving you the power and love and a sound mind. He's giving you the ability to not overeat and overdrink. That is something that we have the capacity to do. We overeat and we overdrink. And we don't have to do those things. Because he's given us the ability to have control over our flesh. He has endowed us with a sound mind. He endowed us with his mind. He endowed us with the ability to have control. He endowed us with the ability to have prudence. He endowed us that we able to not be led by what's going on with our flesh or even what's going on in this nation. We do not have to be fearful. What he's saying is, I've given you the power to understand who you are in Christ Jesus and that you do not have to be afraid of man. You don't have to be afraid of David said, what can he what can man do unto me? So here it is. You do not have to be afraid of what's going on in this land. You have to be mindful and walk in wisdom. But do you do not allow this world to dictate to you what's going on? Pastor Lord is teaching about mind your mind. So mind your mind. And this, and you have the ability to mind your mind because of you have self-control. The Amplified Version of 1st Timothy, a uh, second Timothy one and seven says that he says that for God has not given a spirit of timidity. Timidity is cowardness mm -hmm. and fear, you cringing. That's what timidity means. But but he has given us a spirit of power and love and of calm 
see, go back to what I was teaching last week about the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. This mind, he's given me a mind and a love of and, and a calm and well-balanced mind. I have a calm and a well-balanced mind. That's what you say to yourself. When you begin to feel uh, the anxiety and these emotions coming up to try to lock you, you say, I have a calm and a well-balanced, well-balanced mind. My mind is well-balanced. I do not have to overeat. I do not have to overdrink. I do not have to fornicate. I do not have to cuss. I do not have to sit there and call people out their name. I do not. Now, let me tell you something about that. You looking at somebody that used to use profanity. Talking about myself. I used to use profanity. And I thought that it was the way to go. I thought, and Max so bad. Let me tell you, you know how they say they have a, uh, I felt like I was good at it. Now, it wasn't my language. You have some people that it's their language. They talking and every word is cuss word. I only use profanity. When I was angry. And so I felt like that was the thing to do. Now, my mother doesn't cuss. Neither does my father. But my mom also tried to wash my mouth out with some soap. Didn't work. I kept on cussing. Until, see, that's when, you know, you got to be transformed. My mind has to be renewed and transformed. And the only way to, I can transform and renew my mind is in the word of God. So what I did was once I understood that my I shouldn't, according to the word of God, that my mouth should be producing words that is edifying to the hearer. And profanity is not edifying. That's when I realized that I asked the Lord, could you remove this from me? I asked the Lord to take away the profanity. And he did. But my mind had to change. The, it was, the ability was already there. The ability was there. But my mind had to change. I had to be transformed. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So I had to be transformed. My mind had to be renewed. But God had already endowed me with a sound mind. Everything that I needed was already there. It just needed to be activated. Everything that you need, everything that you need is already there. It just had to be activated. You just have to yield yourself. You have to yield yourself to the word of God. Now, if you're not submissive, and if you don't want to yield yourself, then you're going to continue to stay in the state that you're in. But if you will yield yourself to God and allow him to do the work in you, then you will come out and understand who you truly are. See, we don't know who we are. We just think we do. But when you get into the word of God and understand who you are, when you understand who you are, then you'll begin to rise up and all these things that go on, all this foolish talk that come out your mouth, you will catch yourself. The Holy Ghost is already there correcting you, but we have a tendency to block the Holy Ghost out. But my mind, my mind, I have a sound mind, 
a sound mind according to the word of God. My mind is sound. I don't, I would not accept anything less than it. I would not, my mind is not confused. I, 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 I'm able to, uh, I'm able to, to learn. I'm able to retain. He said the memory of the righteous is blessed. So I'm able to retain. I'm not forgetful. My mind is sharp because I have a sound mind. God has given me this mouth. He endowed my mind with his, with his DNA. And it goes on to say, as I studied this out, that here it is. We, we should be disciplined. It means that you have a discipline mind. Your mind is disciplined. It's focused on the, the word of God. He, he give us the ability to change where our mind would be disciplined. We don't be focused on what's going on in this nation. This nation is causing people to, to run and be in havoc and uh, they all over the place and they, they, uh, they rude. Don't leave that out. And angry um, wants to murder, and everything is going on. You got parties against each other, but we are in Christ. We are in Christ. We belong to Christ. We are in the fellowship of our Lord and Savior Jesus. And we need to understand that no matter what, the God still reigns. I said it last week and I'm saying it this week. God still reigns. He still is in control. He put up and he take down. He put up and he take down. That's what he do. So he still reigns. He's still in control. No matter what's going on with this COVID-19, God is still in control. If you look around, you're still here. You don't have no virus. You're healthy in your body. You have a sound mind. And you have no sickness. COVID-19 has not come near your house. The blood is up over your doorpost. You have pleaded the blood of Jesus. And you said COVID-19, you can come, not come nigh my dwelling. He has keep he has kept us safe. He has healed us. He has protected us. He has shielded us. He has done all of that. And our focus needs to be on the plus side of things like what God has done for us. God has blessed us throughout. Here it is. The, we are in the last quarter of the year. God bless you. January, February, March, COVID hit in March. He blessed you in April, May, June, July, August, September. And we are in the last quarter. And he's going to bless you in October, November, the rest of October, November, and December. And he's going to keep you safe. He's still the same God and he still reigns. And I don't take down from that. God reigns. He is in control. So we described a person who is a sensible mind and balance, who has his life under control. Your life is under control because you have self-control. You have control of yourself. That means that what are you going to think about? Think about what you're going to think about. Do you have the capacity to sit there and say, I can't control my thoughts? That is untrue. You can control your thoughts. According to this, 
because your mind is sound and you have control over it. I can't control my flesh. You can control your flesh. You can control what you're thinking about. Apostle has is on the church. He has always told us year after year, if you make the decision, God is committed. If you make the decision, God is committed. If I make the decision to keep my, uh, to understand that if I, God will keep my mind in perfect peace, then he is the committed to keeping me in a peaceful state. If I make the decision to keep my flesh uh, up under control, then God is committed to helping me keep my flesh under control. If I make the decision that I'm going to think on the things above and not on the things that's going on in the earth, then God is committed to seeing me through. If I make the decision, God is committed and he's faithful to help me to go through. But first, I have to make the decision. The decision has to be yours. You have to define yourself that I am bigger and I am better than what's going on than my circumstances. My circumstances do not dictate to me. My circumstances will not dictate to me another behavior. Pastor Lord said, pain should not dictate to you another behavior. Your circumstances should not dictate, dictate to you another behavior. You should have control of yourself. And that means that your mind is sound. If I make the decision, God will follow me through. So whatever decision that you decide to make, now God... He's a faithful God. And the Holy Ghost is a gentleman. He will not force you to do anything. You will not be forced to do anything because he's a gentleman. He's constantly speaking. He's always speaking. He's always guiding you. He's always there to, to help you. He's always there to, to watch over you. He's there to speak to you. When you get that small voice, you'll be like, some told me. I don't know what it was. Yes, you do. You know what it was. It was the Holy Ghost speaking to you. But he will not force you. But if you make the decision that I will not be confined to this world, but I set my affection on things above what's going on with my heavenly father, because he is the only one that can protect me. He is my defense. He is my strong tower. He is my safety. And he has given me power, love, and a sound mind. He's given me peace that's a passive all understanding. I can't find peace in the world, but he's given me peace that surpasses all understanding. God will always see us through because he's faithful like that. He's faithful and he's just. God is. So when you understand and whenever you read the scripture and you get to a sound mind, you will know that your mind is not diseased, it is not damaged, it's not injured, it is in good condition. That's your mind. It is competent and it is reliable. That is your mind. Not only that, you have a save, according to this, you have a sound mind, you have a mind that has the ability to govern and discipline itself, you have discernment and keen perception. I'm, I'm speaking to you. I'm giving you words. I'm, I'm edifying you right now. I'm edifying you, letting you know who you are. 
you have a mind that is able to discern and you have keen perception. That is your mind. You have the ability to manage your affairs. Your affairs should not be out of order. Your affairs, let me say that again, should not be out of order. You have the ability to manage your affairs because you have a sound mind. Your mind is able. You should not go and shop first. I'm going to stop saying you. I'm going to say we. Okay. So nobody like, okay, she was just talking about everybody. No, I'm when I'm talking about you, I'm talking about me. We should not go and shop first and pay bills second. That's out of order. You're not managing your affairs. You should not go and acquire things that you cannot afford to pay. That is not managing. That is not managing your affairs. According to this, according to Sophronimos, which is a Greek word for sound mind, you have the ability to manage your affairs. You have self-control. I don't know how many times I can say that. You have self-control. You have the ability to control oneself. You have it do in this sound mind. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Every time you turn the news on, I want you to know that. Every time you get a report from the doctor that is not favorable, I want you to know that. That God did not give you the spirit of fear, but God is a God of peace. He is a peaceable God. He's Peaceable. God has given you peace that surpasses all understanding. God is able to deliver us and he's bringing, he able to bring, he just wants us to trust him. He just wants us to trust him. He just wants us to rely on him. He wants us to know that he's able to bring us out. He wants us to know what kind of mind we have. And that's why I'm here on here just edifying that we have the, the best mind. Our mind you know, we sit there and you look at technology and technology is constantly evolving. That technology cannot supersede your mind. It took man to build that technology. Man did it. This mind did it. God gives you creativity. He gives you witty inventions. God do that. So the, the machine should never outdo the man. It should never be smarter than the man. The man is always smarter than the machine because he created it. He does. So God, my, your mind is, I want you to understand that your mind is powerful. Your mind, you have a sound mind. Do not let you walk away from this teaching and think of yourself as anything less than that. Do not allow fear. Do not eat fear. Do not let, do not pick up that slice. I was telling you at the beginning that it tried to step in. You know, fear called itself. It wanted to, pre, it presented itself. Things will present themselves to you. Fear will present itself to you. Anxiety will present itself to you. Uh, depression will present itself to you. Sickness will present itself to you. But will you? Eat of that slice. Will you eat a slice of sickness?
If somebody tell you that sickness is on this slice, will you eat it? No. If depression is on, if this is, if you pick the piece up, that's a slice of depression. Are you going to eat it? No. So over here, you got a slice of joy, a slice of peace, a slice of healing, a slice of restoration. You have all this goodness that God has given us. He tell you, think of the things that are just, pure, of good rapport. Your mind is able to think of these are the slices that you could be choosing. So you choose a slice that is peaceable for you, that will give you rest, that you can rely on and trust in. People of God, God have not given you the spirit of fear, but a power and of love and a sound mind. That power, the Greek word for that is dunamis, where they get the English word dynamite from. So you have dunamis power. You're able to blow up some things. You're able to blow up fear. You're able to blow up depression. You're able to blow up sickness. You're able to, to blow up anxiety. You're able to blow it up. You do not have to allow it to attach itself to you and to bring you in a state where you cannot move. Fear will mobile, it will immobilize you. You will not be able to move. It, it locks the, it puts you in a panic mode where the body stiffens. And it is a self-imposed prison that tries to keep you locked up. That's what fear is. It's a self-imposed prison, meaning that you brought it on yourself. So don't allow, oh, they gave, can't nobody give you fear. It's self-imposed, but you have the ability. You have power. Blow it up. You got a sound mind. You don't even have to think on it. God, I think on things that's greater. I think on, I set my mind on things above and not on things of this earth. I have the mind of Christ. Let this mind, which is in Christ Jesus, be also in me. I have the mind of Christ. And I'm able to mind this mind. I'm able to. To mind this mind. I'm able to do it. And there is no greater that you are great. Let me tell you something. You are mighty. You are awesome. You are victorious. You are an overcomer. You are victorious. God, the word of God said you are more than a conqueror. Why did God say that? You know what a conqueror is, right? A conqueror is one that conquers. He wins his battles. He wins his war. He wins his fight. He's a conqueror. But the word of God said you are more than a conqueror. If you are more than a conqueror, that means don't if does that mean not mean that you're able to conquer every battle that presents itself before you? Now, you may get knocked down, but you get up because you're more than a conqueror. You have a sound mind. You got power. Power. Utilize your power. Know who you are, people of God. Know that there's greatness in you. Know that you're able to do it, that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above whatever we can ask or think. He's able to do it. 
because he's able to do it, that means that you have, he have endowed you with the ability to know that he is in control, that he is not going to allow you to succumb because he said that he's always make a way of escape for you. Because he make a way of escape for you, that means that you are able to overcome every situation that stands before you. He said, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. If God be for me, who can be against me? Hey, and he's definitely for me. God is for me. Now I speak that over myself. God is for me. Because he is for me, who can be against me? And greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Because God is not giving me the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Know who you are. If you don't know who you are, get into the word of God. If you don't understand the King James Version, there's many versions out there. The New Living Translation reads real well. If you don't understand it, sometimes people put the Bible down because they don't understand. They can't. I, I put it down. I've been told several times and I have been one of those individuals. I don't understand this. I have a parallel Bible. I have the King James. I have the Amplified Bible because our apostle teaches us that we must first learn in the King James. So you get your parallel Bible. Understand who you are. Understand why Christ sacrificed his life. Understand the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Understand that he rose with all power in his hand. Understand that he sits on the right side of the Father, interceding just for us. He intercedes for us. Understand that he leave us. He said, I didn't leave you comfortless, but I leave you a comforter. He, he given us someone. He gave us the Holy Ghost who is on the inside of us, who helps us, who guides us, who part of the Trinity. You got God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit. How can we fail? How can we fail, people of God? And we got power, love, and a sound mind. Know who you are in Christ Jesus. Know who you are as people of God. Don't allow this world to continue to have you thinking that we are going to be defeated. We are not defeated. Things happen, to, things happen in this land and tragedies happen in this land. But know who you are and know who you belong to and know that you got power and know that you have love and know that you have a sound mind and know that the peace of God that's a passive all understanding will never leave you. He's always with you. Even in the midnight hour, God is always with you. He has not forsaken you. He has not forgotten about you. And even though you might be in a situation right now, where you feel like that you are down on the floor. All I can say right now is get up, get up, get up, dust yourself off and try it again. Get up and lift your hands up and say, Lord, I thank you. I thank you that I have the breath of you in my body. I thank you that I'm still alive today. I thank you that I'm able to fight another fight. I thank you, God, that I'm able to fight again. I thank you, God, that God, that the enemy did not take me out. I thank you, God, that I might have got knocked down, but God, you got me up. That I have the strength of God in you, God, and I'm able to persevere. That, God, I have power, love, and a sound mind. And, God, if you be for me, who can be against me? That, God, that you are able to bring me out. That God, you are my healer. You are my Jehovah Jireh. You are my Jehovah Rafika. You are my great physician. That's what that means. 
And Jehovah Jireh means the Lord who provides. You have no lack in your life. He said, I once was old, but I once was young, but now I'm old, but I never seen the righteous forsaken nor a seed begging bread. There is no lack in your life because everything that you have need of God has already made provision for. That includes peace, joy, love, health. There is no sickness among you. God is not giving you sickness. God do not give sickness to people. Let me put that out there. He don't. God is a healer. He is Jehovah Rapha. He is a God that heals. And God said himself took our infirmity and that he bore our sickness. I was, he was wounded for our transgression, bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Healing is already there. So we don't have to fret with COVID-19. Be safe, people. Wear your mask as the government has instructed us to do. Keep your, your, your distance. Follow the rules of the land. Our apostle always teaches us to follow the rules of the land. Follow the rules of the land, but be wise, but do not allow the land of the rule. Do not allow the rules of the land to cause you to be so fearful that you cannot leave your home and you cannot go and, and to the store and, and buy what you need. But wear your mask, walk in wisdom, know who you are, know that you are here are healthy, know that you are strong, and know that you are powerful. So I pray that you all got something out of this, this message. Um, it was just a continuation from last week about understanding the peace of God is always with you. I pray that God is able to keep you throughout this week. As we go in this last quarter, <laughs> as we go in this last quarter, this last quarter, just like God kept us in the first quarter, in the second quarter, in the third quarter, he's going to keep us in this last quarter. Do not be afraid, people of God. God is not giving you the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. And for all those, we cannot uh, understand that you are able to go and vote vote if you must we don't for uh, ac our apostles we don't force it on anyone you go and vote you pick who, what party you choose to pick but do not be uh do not just sit around and be afraid to do, to live your life just walk in wisdom and if you make the decision this is my apostle favorite he says this all the time if you make the decision God is committed. So whatever decision you make, God is committed to see you through your decision. So choose which slice of pizza that you would like to eat. Eat the pizza of joy. Eat peace. Eat peace. I, I pray that throughout this rest of this week, that every time you pick up that slice, it's going to be a slice of peace, a slice of power, a slice of love, a slice of sound mind. That's what I pray that you choose, that it will not be depression. It will not be anxiety. It will not be fear. You will not eat of those things. 
but you will only eat of the goodness of the Lord. So, Father God, I thank you, God, right now, Father. I bless your name, God. I thank you, God, for your word. I thank you that your word is true and everlasting that your word is almighty and is powerful, God, that your word is sharper than any two-edged sword, that heaven and earth will pass away, but God, your word will last forever, God. Your God, I thank you, God, that you have given us the ability. I thank you for power. I thank you for a sound mind. I thank you for love, God. I thank you for peace. I thank you, God, that we can choose what we choose to think on, God. I thank you, God, that, Father, we have self-control, God. I thank you, God, that we are good management of our resources, Father. I thank you, God, that we are healthy in our body, that there is no sickness among us, Father, that, God, that you have brought us through, God, and you continue, that you are our strong tower, that you are our shelter, our, our line of defense, God. That, Father, we can run into you, God, and be safe, God. That we can hide up on your wings, God. And, God, you cover us and you keep us, God. And, God, I thank you for being an almighty God, a wonderful God. God, continue to bless each and every person under the sound of my voice, Father. Continue to bless AC, God. Bless all of our families, God. Bless our parents, our our, our children, our grandchildren, Lord God, all of our families, God, our spiritual families, God. And, God, I thank you, God. I bless you, God. I give you glory, honor, and praise that this is the day, God, that you have graced us in it, Father. And God, we breathe your wonderful breath. We thank you for our, your breath, God. We thank you that as we inhale and we exhale, God, that we know it come from you, God. That, God, that you are the one that watch over us and keep us as we sleep, God. That you give us your angels encamped around us by us, Father. And, God, that we know who we are. If we do not know who we are, God, that you will show us who we are, God, in Christ Jesus, Father. And God, I give you glory. I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. This is an AC. Thank you for tuning in to After Christ Christian Center. Well, we are up under the tutelage, tutelage, tutelage. I'm getting tongue-tied, people. We are up under the tutelage of our Apostle Rudolph and Pastor Lawrence Ellis. And I just want to bless you all tonight and have a blessed and wonderful week. In Jesus' name, amen. Mm -hmm.